Hello, hello everyone and happy Thursday. I hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to Just Jade podcast number 11, my hardest negotiation ever. All right, so this negotiation, um, as a lot of you know, in real estate, at first you find the property, then you make the offer. Um, you usually negotiate before it's accepted and then you're closing it. So this one went way differently and went through a different process. I basically had no control of it, but it was the absolute hardest thing I have ever done. Um, but I made it through and that's why I wanted to tell this story for anyone that has deals or negotiations that are extremely difficult to maybe give you some ideas that I've used here. So this is how it went. My client and I started looking at properties, I'd say probably two months ago, uh, two months ago from today. And he was from New York and he was originally from another country. Uh, I don't want to say which country, um, but it was a country. Can I say the country? Yeah. Okay. He was from India and he lives in New York and I had never negotiated with um, an Indian client before, but they are some hard negotiators. I mean, wow. All right. So this is how it went. We go to the properties and when I set up the properties, it was basically a marathon showing. So we were going for 10 hours for two different days. We went for 10 hours to look at everything, um, from, a million dollars to six million dollars. The price range was huge. There was no real um, area that he wanted to focus in. He just wanted to see different things um, and then make a decision. So after the first day, he had decided that we were going to focus on two buildings uh, in Miami. And the Flatiron and Echo, both beautiful, beautiful, beautiful buildings. Um, And So we saw a two bedroom in Echo, which is, it's super nice. It's in Brickell. It's a new building. Um, and the listing price was 899,000, um, which compared to some of the other stuff that we were looking at was probably the least expensive thing that we saw. And so I, I thought, well, great. You know, he, he, my client had spoken with his friends And, um, that's always fun because then you get their two cents too. And they had decided that they were just going to purchase something under a million, pay cash for it and be done. Um, so we made an offer on the $899,000 condo, uh, and ended up in contract for 775,000, which is a pretty dang good deal, right? Because it's over a hundred thousand dollars, um, over $100,000 less than the listing price. So we're in contract, he makes his deposit, and then that day that he said that both parties signed the contract, the world starts to fall apart because of coronavirus. And everyone has their own interpretation of you know, how to deal with the coronavirus and the things that we're going through that we haven't gone through before. But as a realtor, one of the scariest things is not knowing if things are going to sell, if you're going to have clients and you start to get in this like fear mindset that, oh my gosh, everything's drying up. No, one's bad, you know, and, and, um, and it gets really scary. So I knew that I had to make this deal work. Um, so we're in contract. He sends his deposit. Again, we're in contract for 775,000, right? He sends his $30,000 deposit. 
We get the inspection done and the fears as we're going through the deal are getting bigger and bigger. The number of cases in New York are growing exponentially. The stock market is falling apart. Um, this was in March, 2020. Um, if I ever hear this in 10 years, I will remember this. Um, okay. So the stock market is falling apart. I'm getting bad news alerts from, from the Yahoo finance every day. Oil prices are tumbling. Everything is tumbling. Oh my gosh. What are we going to do? Um, we're still pushing through. Um, we've got the inspection done. There was obviously no appraisal because he was paying cash for it. Um, he called me one day and said, with everything going on, I'm not going to be able to come down there right now. So let's extend the closing three weeks and let's extend the inspection period too, which was kind of a red flag, but whatever, I got it done. Okay. Then, um, the day, uh, a couple, actually a couple of days before the inspection period is over, because a lot of people know that before your inspection period is over, when you're negotiating on, on, uh, on real estate, um, you can get your escrow deposit back. So that 30000 that he sent, he could get back until the inspection period was over. So a couple days before, he gives me a call and he says, in light of everything going on right now, um, my offer is now $540,000. And I said, you have got to be kidding me, man. I mean, we're over $100,000 less than this price. And now you want to go to 540,000. Remember, we're in contract at 775,000. And I was like, that's, it's not going to happen. So I said, all right, I have to make this work. I have to. So I spent three days going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth with a listing agent. Um, you know, at first I said, I called the listing agent. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you the number that he just came to me with because I'm so offended by it. And, I, you know, and he's like, please tell me, please tell me. And I said, I can't, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. So I preface it in this way. And then I told him and, you know, he was shocked. Um, anyway, I call back my client. I, I get him up to 600,000. Um, and then I get, or the listing agent gets the owner down to, um, down to 680,000, uh, no, 720,000. He gets the owner down, uh, from 775,000 to 720,000. So I call my client and I push, I push, 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 gave him a couple of hours to think about it. And, um, and then he came up to 650,000 as his final offer, right? So keep in mind that the contract that we were, we were in contract for 775,000. And now my client, I got him up, but he's at 650,000 and the owner is at 720,000. Now the gap's not that bad, but still there's a gap, right? So this is what happens. My client, I, I said, you know what? The only way this can be done is if the listing agent and I give in some of our commission and we meet in the middle. So I tell my client, um, it has to be 680,000 and the other realtor and I will, um, pitch in 10,000. So the owner will net 690,000 and my client would get it for 680,000. Even going over this story, I get stressed out by the way. So my client says to me, all right, well, I'm really busy this week. I'll do the 680,000, but we have to extend the closing and inspection period another week. Um, I don't know how, but I got the, uh, I got my client to sign the addendum and then the owner signed that addendum too. Now the night before 
that was the night. So Monday was the last day of the inspection period. And on Sunday at like 7 p.m., I get an email not notifying me that my client has signed the cancellation because he had asked me a while ago to send him both. Um, and I call him immediately and he says, I'll call you back. And I was like, what is going on? And, and he said, no, I said my final offer was 650. I said, no, you didn't. We signed the addendum. Um, <laughs> that's not what we agreed on. And he, he, he said it was a miscommunication between me and him. I said, all right. Um, so you tell me what you want to do. Do you want to close this? And he was very doom and gloom about the whole deal. Um, and said, you know, you can go back to the seller and say that our final deal is 650. I said, you know what? I, I can't. And, um, and at this point in my head, I was like, I don't even really want to work with this client because my word to the seller and the listing agent now means nothing because my client kept changing it. And even though it wasn't me, uh, you know, we take the burden for it. So, uh, he said, you know what, fine, then let's just cancel it. And I said, okay, I, th- I think that's the best option. Um, I sent him the cancellation. I, I, and at that moment I was very sad. I mean, I, tears started to roll down my face. Um, I had put so much effort into this deal and it was at a time where not a lot of deals are closing, not a lot of things were going on. And, um, you know, due to the coronavirus thing and we we can't even go to the office. So I am beginning to freak out. I'm upset. I'm angry, all of these things. And in the middle, like right when that happens, a couple minutes later, I get a call from a friend of mine and I said, you know, I can't really talk right now. I'm so upset. And he was like, why are you upset? What happened? And I said, you know, this deal I've been working on, it just fell apart. It's an amazing, I got the owner to an amazing price. You know, the asking price is $899. We're at $680,000 and this guy's pulling out. And my friend says to me, can I see it? Now my friend, mind you, is 25. He has never purchased real estate in his life. Uh, but he is a very, very, very shrewd and successful businessman um, from New York. So, uh, he, American. And so he, the next morning we go to see it and he, he says to me, he looks at me, looks at the apartment, looks at me, looks at the apartment, says, let's do it. The numbers make sense. Um, I've always been a risk taker. Let's do it. Um, now he was financing, right? Or he is financing. So that was going to be the next hurdle to get the owner to agree to that. And so we, we make the offer and, um, we have to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And when you're negotiating, waiting is the hardest thing to do. Um, and finally, um, the owner has accepted, the deposit has been sent, and we are closing in three weeks. And I know my friend, and he is not one that is, is going to pull out. He's not playing games. He means business with this. So long story short, the deal is saved and we're going to close. And we're closing on my birthday, which is really, really exciting. And it's going to be a great birthday gift. And we're closing at a time when no one else is closing, which is amazing. So I think the things that you could take away from this, or even me in the future, if it's just me listening to this, and that's totally fine, is when a deal falls apart, before you freak out, before you cry, and after I got a phone with my friend, I still cried for another hour. Before you go into that mindset, 
Call your clients and tell them about the deal. If it's a good deal, call them and tell them because there's gonna, there may be someone who wants it. And like, you don't know. Tell them about the deal. Tell them what's going on. And that's, that's what happened. I mean, I didn't call him. He called me. So it was kind of just fate. But still, you know what I mean? If I hadn't said that, we wouldn't be closing. Um, and then the second thing is know who you're working with. I did not know who I was working with. I had never negotiated with an Indian before. I didn't know how they negotiated. Um, I didn't understand that after you were in contract and in an inspection period, I knew that you could back out, but I didn't know that he would try to negotiate the price because I had never had anyone do that before. Um, maybe, you know, a couple thousand because of something that came up in inspection, but never hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so know your clients, um, know the, the nationalities that you're good working with, that, that you excel at. I don't think I'm a, I'm a good match to work with um, those kind of clients, those kind of investors. I, they're, it doesn't gel with my personality, and I get very offended by it, even though we're not supposed to take it personally. I do. Um, and keep your head up through the entire negotiation the entire time. Um, and then if you do that, you may just close a deal in the hardest time to ever close a deal when no office is open and you can't even go to dinner and people are sick and it's a world that you've never experienced. So that is the hardest negotiation I've ever had. And I would love to hear about the hardest negotiation you've ever had and how it turned out. Thanks everyone for listening. I appreciate it so much. Have a great day. Have a great week, great month, great year, and let's kick ass. All right. So I am talking to you after that deal has been closed, signed, sealed, and delivered. I have been saving this podcast since I made it when we uh, went under contract um, over a month ago. And I am so proud to say that it is now closed. So it is 100% possible. Um, There were some more hiccups along the way, um, like getting a notary in Spain during COVID is not very easy. Um, But I promise you, if you keep pushing, there is a will, there is a way. So That's it. Thank you for joining me today, everyone. Have a great, great, great day.